We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. And we're back here on another Fremont Pod. I am John Kurtz, joined by Cole Manbeck. Just the two of us today, as far as the co-hosts of the show are concerned, but we have a very special guest today. Super excited to have this man on, a uh, big-time member of K-State's coaching staff. All of us very excited when we found out he would be a part of Jerome Tang's coaching staff. But Yurik Malagy, one of K-State's assistants, the associate head coach, joins us uh, as the Wildcats are in the midst of practice right now. So really appreciate the time in, in joining us, Yurik. Thank you for uh, for coming on 3 uh, Thank you for having me, man. Really excited to be here today. All right, so – we're going to start out with this practice. I, I know you guys just at least what Tom was telling me just wrapped up a practice, right? How, how has practice been going so far as, as you guys get this season started? I think practice is going pretty good. I, obviously, man, you know, the standard is always the standard. So Coach Tang and the coaching staff are uh, rarely walk off the court and say, hey, man, you know, that was just a, a great practice. You know, you're always trying to nitpick and, and trying to uh, – uh, try to chase perfection, so to speak. You know, um, we know the goals that we have for us. We, we realize we'll probably be t- picked 10th uh, by all the, uh, the experts, so to speak, which is great. This is exactly where we want to be. Um, and then just trying to uh, earn the respect of the rest of the country. Uh, not really trying to wait to t- year two or year three to do so. And just trying to think we got a, enough talent, man. We've been blessed to be able to put together a roster that I think uh, can be competitive uh, right off the bat. And so uh, the goal is to be able to get to the NCAA tournament. Um, and then, you know, once you get to the NCAA tournament, anything can happen. What was that process like of putting together this roster? I mean, I know things in general are different in college basketball now with the portal and, and rosters are getting put together later and later. But coming in with only three guys or a couple of guys that you're retaining from last year, I mean, what take me through what that was like and how different maybe that was from anything you experienced in your career. It, it was challenging, you know, it was challenging. It was, uh, it, I would definitely say it was, it was harder uh, to put together our roster this year and our first year than it was last year at the University of Texas. Um, I think Texas, we had four returning guys. This uh, was a little more challenging. We had two returning guys and, and Ish and uh, Marquise. Um, 
But, you know, you try to stay uh, optimistic because, you know, at Texas, we signed Trey Mitchell, who ended up being a starter for us. Uh, and Marcus Carr was an all-conference player in July. Um, and then, obviously, uh, you know, Keontae uh, and Anthony Thomas, another talented Juco uh, player, were added to our roster um, days before school started. Um, and so um, it was some similarities in, in that. Um, you know, we, we've always tried to, like, um, you know, we thought TJ did a great job at Iowa State last year putting together his team after coming off a, uh, a season where they didn't win a game in, in a Big 12 uh, competition. We were able to put together a team led by Brockerton and Tyrese Hunter and those guys that got to the Sweet 16. And so um, I think um, for, for me to say it was easy would be crazy. Um we had some times that Coach Tang and our staff were looking at each other and kind of had to encourage each other. I think, you know, the beginning of June, first summer session, man, we only had seven, maybe eight guys in that first team meeting. Uh, and it definitely wasn't uh, the goal. But, you know, Rome wasn't built overnight. Uh, we stayed the course. A funny story, man, I actually, you know, my alarm clock is one shining moment. Um, and it's been that way for a while. I actually got the idea from Jerome Tang years ago. Because uh, there's nothing like selection so Sunday and plan being a part of March Madness, and my alarm goes off in June. And I mean, I just got bad body language. I mean, I, and my wife, you know, who's one of my best friends, uh, today is actually 20 years that we've been together. She had to pop me. I was going to change my alarm. I said, man, I'm going to wait till we get the players, and then I'll put it back one time. And she said, you always talking about faith? Hebrews 11:1. Are you serious? And I said, man, you know what? You're right. And then on the first day of school, man, you know, to us to have 13 guys, you know, I remember my that alarm going off and it was just, just different. You know, now a lot of days, man, I'm, I'm waking up well before the alarm even goes off. Uh, just a level of excitement to be able to be a small piece of, to, of what we're, you know, what we're trying to accomplish here at K-State. So. Well, uh, first of all, coach, happy 20 years uh, to you and your wife. That's big time. Congratulations. Um, I, I appreciate it. You mentioned Keontae Johnson, and when we had Coach Tang on back in April on the show, he mentioned you guys were going to be patient in the transfer portal and not rush into anything just to add a guy, just to get a guy on the roster. Keontae seems like the perfect example of that, where patience really paid off, right? Is he a guy that you guys had your eyes on and prioritized for several months, knowing he was going to enter the portal? What was that recruitment like? No, uh, well, you know, once he entered the portal, um, obviously we all were uh, very uh, aware of who he was and what he had done. Um, uh, but it was one of those things that, you know, we instantly gathered as many, uh, as much information as possible. Um, you know, our staff had strong relationships with, uh, you know, Mike White and assistants on the staff that were part of recruiting them to Florida. Um, they were able to give us a lot of uh, information and we, we worked quickly to try to build a relationship with Keontae and his family. I thought our staff talked about the unbelievable job of being able to cultivate their relationship and, and uh, uh, get the intel that we needed to make an educated decision um, uh, for the future of Keontae here, particularly at K-State. And so uh, happy to have him. Uh, everybody talks about his talent, but he's an um, uh, even better person. Uh, I just just been really pleased the way he treats um, our staff's children, 
the way he interacts uh, with our families, uh, the way he treats our managers. Uh, he's just, he's just, he's, he's the real deal, man. Uh, on and off the floor. And on the court, I mean, we know he hasn't played a game in nearly two years, but but how has he looked so far? Have you noticed any rust, or is he knocking that rust off? What what's the significance of, of his addition to the team? Where can he take you guys? Well, I think you know uh, the number one thing, obviously, he's had you know practice and maybe you know six hundred days, call it. Uh, and so, uh, I think the number one thing is getting in shape. You know, and he's working really hard to do that. Um, you know, Luke and our, and our training team have done an unbelievable job uh, monitoring him and monitoring that process. And, you know, he's pushing himself um, uh, to get back in shape. And he's just done a, a fantastic job. We haven't been pulling him out of practice or anything like that. Uh, he's 100% been clear. Uh, and he's going hard. You know, he's trying to get his win. But just his physical abilities are a lot more of what we remember. You know, um, he's a one of the best athletes in college basketball. Um, I think he's got the potential to be a 40-plus percent three-point shooter. Um, and I think he's one of the – he'll, he'll be one of the toughest guards in college basketball just because of his versatility and his IQ. Uh, he can play in a ball screen, either the guy that has the ball uh, or he can set it. Uh, he can make plays for himself and others. Uh, he's very unselfish and uh, uh, very competitive uh, individual as well. Well, I want to mention here real quick because I always this happens whenever we have a guest on. I forget to throw it in at the beginning. But please, if you guys listen to the pod, you know about Holiday Distillery, uh, our sponsor. Go get some 360 vodka, some Ben Holiday bottled and bond bourbon, uh, whatever your drink of choice is, and support them. Great K-State people that support our podcast here. Uh, so back to it. Uh, Yurik, as far as pra- – I know you haven't practiced a ton yet. It's still pretty early. Maybe an unfair question at this early point in the process. But what – what kind of stands out about this team that you feel like are the biggest strengths of the the group that you guys have put together so far now that you're actually getting a chance to see them out there on the court together? Yeah, our, our goal uh, coming into it this year was never to be the most talented team. Uh, we want to be one of the toughest teams in college basketball. Uh, we want to be arguably the most connected team in college basketball. Um, and you just want to play with grit. You know, uh, grit is a, an acronym. Uh, for greatness really is tough um, and it is basketball, but it's life too, you know, to be great. Uh, it's really hard, you know, and, and uh, you know, we want to play with a level of grit though, you know, and a level of toughness and scrappiness and where, you know, our defense travels, our football team showed us that this past weekend. Uh, and we actually talked about that with our guys today. It's like our defense has to be real uh, and, and one that we can count on when our offense doesn't show up. The nights that our offense and our defense both show up, you know, I, I think, we, you know, uh, it's a lot of teams in, in the country we can beat, you know. So, uh, but I, I think um, we do have the talent um, to be able to get to the NCAA tournament. Um, I, I like uh, the direction of this team. Um, we've got some guys uh, that have some NCAA experience uh, with Keontae and David. Uh, who actually I got a chance to compete against in the NCAA tournament when I was at Texas last year. I messed with him all the time about beating him at Virginia Tech. Um, and then obviously, you know, Desi, when he gets here, you know, he's, you know, he's got three years of NCAA tournament experience as well. So um, got some guys that have won. Uh, we've got eight or nine state championships uh, uh, amongst our team. I mean, that's not a coincidence. You know, I think, you know, our staff is intentional. You know, you want, 
you want to win, you got to be intentional about uh, getting winners. Um, so uh, it's a work in progress right now. You know, it is a work in progress, but that's that's what we want to be about. You mentioned Desi there real quick. Desi Sills, obviously a transfer who's been uh, in major SEC basketball before, much like Keontae. Uh, what, what is the latest on his status and and when can we expect him here? And like kind of what, what would be the game plan, I guess, in getting him here and getting him up to speed? Yeah, well, you know, Desi's uh, finishing up. Uh, he just fin- actually just finished uh, uh, this past Friday. Uh, got his degree. Uh, so we're waiting on him to get a uh, place on his transcript. Um, and then he'll be here. You know, he may be here now. I don't. I'm, I'm, I, I haven't looked in Coach Tain's office to see if he's in there, but uh, he he should be showing up any moment. Um, he'll start school October 17th, uh, and but he's done a great job. Our staff has done a great job just keeping him plugged in, watching practice. Uh, we've had uh, virtual workouts with him. Uh, he's been every day uh, getting the basketball individual workouts, um, strength conditioning virtual workouts. Uh, he's also uh, been able to uh, talk offense and defense uh, with our staff and just being able to do some film study that way as well. So, uh, you know, a couple times, you know, a, a week uh, with, with, the, with the film study, uh, with all the academics that he had going on. But I, I think he's uh, he's definitely dialed in. I know he's been taking notes. He's been waiting on this time to pass. Is, uh, is here. Um, and uh, we've talked about this being the best year that he's had in college basketball, and he's rated to get back to the NCAA tournament and, and uh, make the most out of this senior year. I want to ask you about a couple more guys, Coach, on the current roster. Naquan Tomlin and Marquise Noel are, are two guys we actually had on the show a couple weeks ago that came down to Tanner's with us when we did a live show. And I want to ask you about Naquan, who just seems like the ceiling for him is through the roof from a talent perspective. What have you seen from him, and what is his ceiling? Well, I think his ceiling is NBA. Um, and I, you know, I, I, you know, I know uh, it's one of those things where you know you hate guys throwing around the NBA, um, you know, uh, tag. Uh, but that ultimate it is his talent. You know, that's his that's his his uh, his ceiling. You know, I've been blessed to be a part of uh, coaching and or recruiting eighteen guys in fifteen years that have played in the NBA. Um, he he moves different. Uh, I think for him, though, you know, just this being the fourth year that he's played organized basketball, making a jump from three years of junior college basketball to playing at the highest level, you know, arguably, you know, the best conference in college basketball. It's just understanding how hard he's got to work every, every day, you know, every play to impact winning. Um, and he's working in that, you know, he's, he's, you know, how much, you know, more you've have to do on your own to be great. Uh, you know, you know, it's hard to win a division one game. You know, letting them try to play in the NBA. Uh, so, you know, just explaining that to him. Uh, but you talk about a 6'10 guy with a seven plus wingspan that could, you know, win every uh, line drill uh, when you run, uh, that can, you know, quick twitch. He's got a quick first and second jump that can dribble, pass, and shoot. I mean, again, he brings a lot to the table. Um, and feel like strength coach, we've got one of the best in the country. He's done a great job with his body. Um, as it continues to get stronger, uh, I think it would be even more confident to be able to play through the bumps uh, in a very physical league. What have, what have Marquise and Ish meant to you guys, two guys that dedicated their loyalty to you, stuck around? What what have they meant to this program and, and you guys in rebuilding this thing? Well, I think you hit it right on the head, you know, just the, you know, the fact that they, uh, 
they uh, were loyal enough and thought enough about not just us as coaches, man, but they 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 love K State. They know how special of a place uh, this is, um, and uh, they take a lot of pride on putting that jersey on. Um, and so, uh, you know, we we pressed, we just promised those guys that they they stuck with us that we'll have a team that will be able to be competitive in year one. Uh, this is Marquise's last year. Uh, we told him that we want him to experience the NCAA tournament. And we laugh about all the time, man. A lot of days where it just looked bleak, you know, uh, you know, God was faithful and helped us put this roster together that's going to have a chance to compete in, in his final year. Um, and so for that, man, we just want to get those guys everything we have every single day. Uh, we love them hard. We coach them hard. Uh, we love them even harder. Uh, and just want them to have uh, the very, very best experience that they can have uh, with this this basketball program. Where have you seen those two in terms of improvement on the the court since you've been here? And what what kind of do you foresee as the ceiling for for each of those guys this year? Yeah, you know, Ish is a guy that's got a a lot of experience playing in the Big Twelve. Obviously, transferred from Wake Forest as well. Uh, it was a guy that you know on the other side we had to really prepare for. Uh, he's a legitimate shot maker. But like we tell him all the time, he's got to be so much more than just a catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. Uh, you know, challenge him to be one of the best rebounders in the Big 12. Um, you know, and, and and see himself as a defender. You know, uh, if he can turn into a legitimate 3 and D guy for us, uh, you know, and he's working at it. You know, that, you know, he could be a guy that we can count on night in and night out um, and, and take on, you know, those those type of challenges. It helps us. Uh uh, and then Marquise Noel, you know, I, I think he's one of the best guards in the Big 12. Uh, I mean, you're one of the best guards in the Big 12. You're one of the best guards in the country. But, you know, we're trying to teach Marquise uh, how to win-win. You know, I, I think you can win with Marquise Noel, but we're trying to teach him how to win-win. You know, and, and to do that, you know, he's got to be a three-assist to one-turnover guy. He's got to be a guy that's willing to, you know, lead the conference and, and uh, uh, steals. You know, be a guy that can guard without fouling because he's one of the best on-ball defenders in the country. But be disciplined enough uh, to be able to keep the ball in front without fouling. Um, you know, and, and he's he's learning that. You know, be can can you be a 50-40-85, guy because you take great shots and you never take any contested shots. You know, you don't over-penetrate, you know. And so, uh, but he's tough, man. You know, when I was at Texas, we thought he was pound for pound the toughest guy in this league, and I still feel that way. You know, getting a chance to coach Coach Beard actually asked me that the other day. He's like, "Man, you still feel that way about the street dog?" So, man, I love that kid. Man. You know, he brings it all the time. I'm just glad to be in the foxhole with him. So, yeah, love that. Love hearing that. Um, you brought up Texas. I mean, this is going back a little bit, but what was take me through what the decision making process was like when you when you get the call from Coach Tang? How far back? Do you go with Coach Tang, and what was all that like going from Texas last year to becoming the associate head coach here at K-State? Yeah, it was an easy one, man. Uh, no disrespect uh, to Coach Tang, uh, Coach Beard or, or the staff at Texas. Um, but as much as I, – I, I'll say this. I had, I had never grown as much as I did with any head coach more than I had with Chris Beard uh, and Mark Adams, for, for that matter. Um, you know, but – the relationship that I have with Coach Tang, I mean, it's, it's family. You know, I joke all the times and call him my uncle, uh, but it's really what he's like. You know, um, and we've talked about working together for 20 years. It's a couple of times I thought, you know, I may join the staff at Baylor. It just wasn't God's time. Uh, 
And, you know, when he got the head job here, dude, I had the opportunity to have more responsibility just time in my career uh, and to be uh, a part of the staff that I knew. I had no idea who Coach Tang uh, would hire. I had some type of idea. Some of the guys, you know, obviously Dream is a guy he's always talked about hiring as well. Uh, but I knew he would put together uh, one of the best staffs in the country. But and nobody in college basketball, no head coach, uh, do I trust or do I know believes in me more than Jerome Tang, uh, loves me more than Jerome Tang, and my wife too, for that matter, you know. And so uh, for that, it was an easy one. I, you know, I never, I've never joined a uh, a staff because of the name on the front of the jersey. It's kind of what we try to encourage the, the recruits to do, right? It's not about the name of the jersey; it's about the people. Um, and uh, I, knew, I knew Jerome Tang was the real deal. I'm just excited that the rest of the country is starting to realize it, and as we win-win uh, I think you know everybody will know uh, just how great of a person and, and coach uh, Jerome Tang is. Is he the most energetic coach you've ever been around? One of them for sure uh, you know I'm, I'm just leaving I'm leaving another energetic coach too so I mean they, they're, they're probably uh, they're 1A 1B you know they're, they're right there uh, but you know the thing that I love uh, is that uh, Chris Beard was addicted to the game of basketball. Uh, Jerome Tang is addicted to the game of basketball. Uh, Chris Beard was about accountability and didn't wasn't scared to challenge guys, coaches, players, managers. Jerome Tang, same thing. You know, uh, he comes every day. He's going to coach his best players. Uh, and, and like he says, it's biblical. You know, to whom much is given, much is required. Uh, and, I, you know, uh, and uh, he he's doesn't, you know, yeah, mind – uh, everybody sees him smile all the time. He's got a great smile. He's a great guy, but uh, he is demanding. He's never going to be demeaning, uh, but he demands. And and, and and people around him, staff, players, managers, uh, we all know it comes out of a place of love. One of the things that I've noticed, Coach, is, and, and a lot of it's through your guys' Instagrams, right, dreams, yours, you guys – seem to frequently get together the coaches, the families of the coaches, the players, you guys have team dinners, you have game nights, you did karaoke night, which was one of my favorite things I've ever watched, uh, watching that <laughs> night uh, when you guys did that. Is that, is the culture that coach Tang has built here and established different than anywhere else you've been around? It, it seems like you guys have really figured out a way to balance the work, these guys hard, but build a close knit locker room and, and know to have the right amount of fun too with these guys. You know, um, again, I'm, I'm not surprised. And I always thought uh, that coach was a, uh elite-level culture creator. You know, and a lot of people throw that, that C word around, you know, culture. Um, and, and a lot of people talk about family, but they don't live family. You know, I don't know a program in the country that doesn't talk about, you know, family and being connected, but that starts at the top. Uh, and... You know, coach is just very intentional about um, our our players uh, having access to us outside of basketball court. Uh, and, you know, I'm just a firm believer and coach believes it as well. Man, kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Um, and then, you know, we earn the right to coach these kids hard. You know, you know, people come to our practice, you see how demanding we are on them, but we love them even harder. Uh, and they know that we'll do any and everything for them uh, within the rules 
for, for them to be successful in not just basketball, but in life, you know, because the ultimate uh, goal for this program, man, is to develop uh, successful men and husbands and fathers and just, you know, we want to be that example of staffs for them, man, you know, that hopefully they look at us and they see our, 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 our marriages and say, man, I, you know, I want to, I want a wife like that. I want to, you know, they see us interact with our kids and say, man, I, I want to be that type of father. You know what I mean? That type of mentor, you know? And so uh, I think just that intentionality is what sets them apart uh, from all the other coaches in the country, uh, regardless of the sport. You know, I just think that, you know, it's, it, it matters to them. I want to go back and touch on a comment you made earlier about try, trying to sell to players at the recruiting process, right? Don't worry about the name on the front of the jersey. It's about the people and the coaching staff. And clearly you guys have done an excellent job of selling that, not just with this this current roster, but what you have coming up in, in the 23 recruiting class, which I know people are really excited about. But how, how tough of a sell is that when you're starting from scratch at a new place that has struggled the last two years or the last couple of years, been at the bottom of the Big 12 and you don't have your own personal success at this school to sell. Like, how, how difficult is it to kind of get that message to resonate the way you guys have been able to? Yeah, I, I think one of the reasons um, – well, I know one of the reasons why Coach Tang took this job is he felt like uh, we could win a national championship one day uh, at K-State. And when you talk about the history of the program, this basketball program, uh, you talk about – you know, arguably top 25 basketball history with the players and the championships and the runs that, that have been made. Uh, definitely uh, some of the best fans in college basketball, uh, a fan base that we didn't have to build, that, you know, we've uh, – coaches done a great job just igniting the fan base. and Hopefully they'll be excited about what they see uh, coming up here in 28 days. But, um, you know, I, I think that um, – you know, it's, it's just it's a it's a continuous a continuous process uh, that you know coaches uh, you know he, he just he's he's gonna build on it every every single day. You know what I mean? And and uh, uh, it's it's special to be a part of. I've got a I've got a couple fun ones here, Cole. I don't know if you have anything serious left, but I was I was gonna get a little more fun. You know, we brought up the the Instagram. Uh, the peak into the world, which is, is very cool. I mean, just selfishly as a, as a fan, it's awesome to see the Instagram stories and posts that you and Jareem have just to get a little bit of an inside look and what's what's going on in the program. But I had to ask you, like, who has the better Instagram game, you or Jareem? Uh, what would the answer be there? Oh, Jareem is not even close. He, he's, he's made me better. Um, he's taught me how to – I think he taught me the other day how to put a tweet on my Instagram story. Um, and he, he's, he's, he's elite at it. He understands the importance of social media. He's made Coach Tane better too. Uh, and so he, he nitpicks at our stories or if our font's not right or if it's not, you know, good enough. So, And I've got a couple of people. I haven't really told them. I got a couple of people that help me out too. So, okay. uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, but no, it's been, it's been fun. Well, I, I gotta ask. Uh, I gotta ask you, Coach, about ping pong. All right, I, I see a lot of ping pong Instagram stuff appearing. Uh, yeah. Tell us a story around that. Are you are you like a professional ping pong guy? Are you the best on the staff? I, I see Coach Tang talking some smack. Best on staff. I'm by far the best on staff. It's not even. It's not even close. Um, but it, it started back at so at 
Texas Tech, we had a ping pong table in our locker room. And, man, it was like we all just hung out down there in the players' lounge and coaches and players and GAs, everyone, man. We ever, we Janitors even start jumping in there. We just start playing ping pong, and it was kind of like a thing where I even start being a part of some guys' pregame routine. Um, and so uh, it became pretty cool, and I ended up, you know, just really, really loving ping pong. So I bought a table uh, at the house, and so – uh, but it was funny because we, we played in front of a recruit uh, uh, the other day uh, and it, things didn't go well for Coach Tang. You know, he, it, it was it was an adverse situation. Uh, he had next play mentality. It just that play didn't go well for him either. And then, you know, <laughs> next play. I mean, he was stone faced, man. I was proud of him. I mean, he he, he lived with we tell our guys all the time, you know, just in adverse situations to kind of next play mentality and you know he, he he took the defeat like a man and I celebrated I did because at Texas Tech in Texas I was neighbor I was never never able to beat him and in the, the handshake lines he would always pull me in and ask how Courtney was doing and how my mom was doing I didn't want to talk to him during that time you know and so I rubbed it in his face pretty good it felt good to beat Jerome Tang you know <laughs> like that, hey, yeah, I do yeah. want to say this about our, 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 our social media too. Yeah, our, our creative team here at K State is elite, and it's just it's it's great to go out. Uh, we tell Cam and Cody and these guys all the time how thankful we are for them. But we go out on the road, man. I mean, just people are just like, man. I mean, just raving about our creative team, not just for basketball, but all of our sports. Man, they they're doing a fantastic job. So. Uh, very fortunate to work with those guys as well. They do tons of really talented people uh, in the the video department, creative department up at K State. No doubt about that. I think we've all seen that for for football, basketball, and everything. Uh, it is that they do. Uh, I just had a couple more for you here. You know, you mentioned at the at the top of this, and congratulations again on on twenty years with your wife. But what what is the key to a, a happy marriage? If you were giving advice to somebody who's just embarking on a marriage, what what would you say? So is the we've key? we've been we've been married ten years. Uh, we've been dating now twenty. Um, but happy wife, happy life um, is is without a doubt <laughs> is one of the best quotes and it's so real the other thing is to over communicate you know i think that uh you got you and and the book the five love languages is one that i think uh kind of really propelled our relationship to another level because you know i was trying to love courtney the way i wanted to be loved and she was kind of doing the same but when when i start loving her the way she wanted when i you know acts of service and quality time, I would go out to eat and put my phone on do not disturb, kind of like what you guys asked me to do before I got on here. And I, I saw it just went out. You know, it was just it was different. She treated me different. You know, the same thing for me when she, uh, you know, uh, let me buy some shoes that I want to buy off, you know, StockX or Flight Club. You know, I I, I may take the trash out, you know. So uh, but I, I think that that level of community and just that intentionality you know, just being able to keep it fresh and, and communicate it, man. If things are bothering you, man, don't go to sleep angry. Uh, be able to talk it out. And it doesn't always have to be confrontational. Uh, but, you know, we were friends first. And then, uh, you know, I, 
I just been blessed to, to really be able to marry my soulmate, you know, and neither one of us are perfect, but just trying to be uh, that perfect, uh, trying to try to be the perfect marriage through God, you know, just been led by, by, by Christ for sure. Well, the last thing I would ask is I always like asking people that are fairly new to Manhattan here, your favorite spots, uh, whether it's, you know, eat, drink, favorite places to go in, in MHK. Well, I've experienced uh, Manhattan's food enough that hopefully next time that we get on here, I can tell you my favorite salads because uh, my uncle saw me this past weekend and told he thought I was close to 300 pounds. And that really motivated me. Um, and I'm always one of those guys who think actions speak louder than words. So it is I have, ex, you know, experimented at enough restaurants, had enough burgers and pizzas and you know, sandwiches and fried foods. So, uh, but Kites is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, I love Tanner's. Uh, yeah. I like Umi's. Umi's is a, is a, is a, is a hit. Uh, and I know them. Bourbon and Baker's for sure. How can I forget them? Bur Bourbon and Baker's. Tap House uh, is one of my favorites as well. Uh, for breakfast, I love the chef. I'm, and I'm willing to wait. No problem. You know, hopefully maybe we, we win a championship. I can get in there and cut that line. But right now I got to wait with everybody else. And I'm, I'm, willing, I'm willing to wait. So uh, those are some of my favorites. There's a lot of great spots, man. A lot of great spots here in Manhattan uh, to eat. Nico's, best oh, yeah. ribeye maybe in town. It's, it's really good. I heard Little Apple has got a good ribeye too, but I hadn't, I hadn't been there yet. But uh, Nico's is, is another really good place as well. No, you definitely just hit the checklist, uh, no doubt about that. And hey, I mean, if you if you need any help, I don't know that we really have any pull with the chef or whatever. We can try and get some social media help to get you into the chef if you guys if you guys win. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll help you get yeah. uh, in there. So she 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 told me very brand. She's she's great. I don't want to call her name on the show, but she she told me it didn't matter. She's like, you could probably win a national championship, coach. You still gonna have to wait at the chef. So I said, okay, no problem. <laughs> oh man, tough crowd. Okay, all right. Well, uh, Cole, Cole, you have anything else? No, I think you've been gracious with your time, Coach. We'll uh, we'll let you get out of here, but we really appreciate you, man, coming on. It's no, great I appreciate everything y'all do, man. Absolutely, man. Go Cats. All right. Thanks, Coach. Yurik Malagy with us here on 3Ma. Take care, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.